0: This is Getting to Know Your Bible, a program dedicated to the proclaiming of the good news of Jesus Christ. Here's Billy Lambert.
1: David said, this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Isn't it a wonderful thing to be alive today, to have the opportunity to to live and to study the Word of God together as we're going to do for the next few minutes on Getting to Know Your Bible. Thank you so very much for tuning in today. Do you ever forget anything? I saw a little cartoon once of an elderly woman standing in the middle of the floor, and she had a letter in her hand, and she was scratching her head, and she said, I can't, I can't remember whether I just got it out of the mailbox or was on my way to mail it. Sometimes I feel like that too. Do you? We forget things in life, but there are some things we should never forget. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Don't forget. Don't forget. Stay tuned as we discuss it today. Thank you for tuning in to watch Getting to Know Your Bible. And we're offering a free course. We want you to have it. We're going to pause long enough so you can learn more about the course, how to receive it.
0: To help you in your study of the Bible, we want to send you this Bible Correspondence Course. This course is non-denominational. It's based on the Bible. It's conducted by mail, and it's free. To receive this course, write to Getting to Know Your Bible, P.O. Box 314, Summerdale, Alabama, 36580, or call toll-free 1-877-711-5214.
1: It just seems as though people have always needed to be reminded about certain things. I I, I make a little list at the beginning of every week of of things that I need to do, and all that list is, uh, is a reminder of things I need to do during the week. But there are some spiritual reminders that we need. Today we want to talk about some of those spiritual reminders And and I want to call your attention to a passage in the sixth chapter of Deuteronomy, and I'm going to actually read from verses 10 through verse number 12. So it shall be when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which He swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build, houses full of all good things which you did not fill, Hew out wells which you did not dig, vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant. When you have eaten and are full, then beware, lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. I want you to think about those verses for just a minute. And, and this is Moses at the close of his life. And he's, he's giving some, some extra exhortations to Israel before He leaves them as their leader. And He says, the Lord brought you into the land that He swore to your fathers, and He has given you cities you didn't build, and He's given you so much produce in this land that you did not plant. And He says, there's a danger that when you have been, become so prosperous, so full, beware that you don't forget about your God. You know, there's so many things that we ought to remember And sometimes we forget the things that we ought to remember, but then sometimes we remember the things that we ought to forget. And indeed, there are some things that we should forget. We ought to forget about uh, the evil that we have seen in our lives. That is, uh, the evil things maybe that have transpired around us. We ought to forget the wrongs that we have suffered. We ought to forget about our old sins. Just get those sins right with God, then forget about them and move on. And be like Paul, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth unto those things which are before I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. But here's the warning. Beware, lest thou forget. And I think sometimes life's greatest things are forgotten. And here's the root of the matter. Beware lest you forget the Lord your God. Our God is worthy of being remembered. He is so worthy of being remembered. When you think about the character of God, when you think about His might, you think about His greatness, you think about His power, you think about the fact that He is an all-knowing God. That He is an ever-present God. He's worthy of our our remembering Him. And Solomon put it like this in Ecclesiastes 12 and verse 1. Remember now your Creator in the days of your youth. So we're to remember God in the days of our youth and then for the rest of our lives. We ought to keep our focus and attention upon the true God of heaven. Beware, lest thou forget. But the sad truth is, many people do forget. In Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 32, Jeremiah put it like this, Can a maid forget her ornaments or bride her attire? Yet my people have forgotten me days without number. And so it would be inconceivable that a bride would forget her wedding dress on her wedding day. Now that may have happened. You may know someone that did that. But I've never heard of it happening because that's going to be one of the very things that she's going to be so concerned about on her wedding day, having that dress ready to put on, walk down that aisle to get married, that man that she loves. That won't happen. And so a maid is not going to forget her ornaments. She's not going to forget to put on her, her rings and, her, and the, uh, decorate her ears and her necklaces and the, and the bracelets that she might wear. She's not going to forget that. But people forget about God days without number. Oh, it's a sad thing when people forget about God. That was a mistake of the farmer in the 12th chapter of Luke's Gospel. Jesus prefaced that parable by saying, take heed and beware of covetousness. For for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. And then he spake a parable unto them, saying, the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, What shall I do, for I have no room where to bestow my fruits and my goods? He said, This will I do, I'll pull down my barns, I'll build greater. And there I'll bestow all of my fruits and my goods, and I'll say to my soul, Soul, thou'st goods laid up for many years. Take thine easy, drink, and be merry. And God said to him, Thou fool, This night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself. And listen to it, and is not rich toward God. He was forgetting about so many things. He forgot about his neighbors that may have needed help. He forgot about his own soul, but he forgot about God. And there are so many people that are traveling down the road right behind that man. You see, prosperity can often cause people to forget God. It can cause people to forget God. In Deuteronomy chapter 32 and in verse number 15, it is a rather interesting statement. And in that passage, Moses said, Jeshurun waxed fat and kicked. Well, somebody says, what does that mean that Jeshurun, that's Israel, waxed fat and kicked? It simply means that he he became prosperous. And he says that you are waxing fat. And you have grown thick. The New King James Version says you become obese. And he says you are covered with fatness. And then you have forsaken the Lord God that made you. Now that's kind of strange, isn't it? Here's a person that is blessed by God. They have become very prosperous with material blessings prosperous in so many different ways. And then after, in the midst of all of that prosperity, they forget the giver of the gift. And they become fat, prosperous, and they forget who gave them all of that prosperity. I have wondered if that's not what's happened in America that over the last number of years when people were enjoying the so-called American dream, that we grew fat, we got thick, we were prosperous. And it's very, very difficult for an individual to keep focus on God in the midst of prosperity. It's not impossible, but it's very difficult. The man we read about in Luke the 12th chapter forgot about God in the midst of his prosperity. The the root of the whole matter is that we're to beware, be careful, lest you forget God. Now, I want us to think about some things we ought not to ever forget. For example, we should never forget the Word of God. Now, that's pretty simple, isn't it? Never forget the Word of God. James 1.25 says, Whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, this man being, forget, being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. And so there are those that are forgetful hearers. That is, they hear the Bible, they, they, they hear it taught, they hear sermon after sermon after sermon, and then they forget what they have heard. That is, it doesn't have any effect upon their lives. It's, it's a serious thing to forget about the, the Word of God. Hebrews 2 and, and verse number 1 says, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. You see, we're taught things from the Word of God and and we don't need to let them slip. We don't need to drift away from what God says. We need to to apply it to our lives and we need to make it a part of our lives. But it's easy to forget. When Peter was writing in the book of 2 Peter chapter 1, I want you to listen to verse 12 and verse 13. For this reason, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. Peter's saying, I want you to know that I'm going to keep reminding you over and over again. And listen to verse 13. Yes, I think it right as long as I'm in this tent, that is in his body, to stir you up by reminding you. The reason he was saying that is because it's so easy for us to forget. We need to remember the Word of God. There's a statement in Luke chapter 24 and 8 that is very significant. He says, then they remembered His words. And we need to remember everything Jesus Christ has ever taught. We live in a time where we ought to begin to remember the words of the Lord so far as the the creation of the world is concerned. Jesus said at the very beginning, God made them male and female. That's in Matthew chapter 19 and verse 4. Jesus endorsed what is written in the book of Genesis by making that statement. We need to remember His words on that. He made them male and female in the very beginning. We need to remember the words of Jesus on His deity. In John 8:58, Jesus said, Before Abraham was, I am. Jesus has always existed. Jesus is co-eternal with the Father. There's never been a time Jesus did not exist. In John chapter 1 and verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Jesus, the Word, was with God in the very beginning, and He's always existed. His goings forth have been from old, from everlasting, Micah chapter 5 and verse number 2. We ought to remember that. And we ought to remember the words of Jesus on His mission and His mission was to glorify His Father. In John chapter 17, Jesus is praying to the Father, and He said, I've glorified you on the earth. I've finished the work you gave me to do. Well, what was that work? It was the work of redemption. In Luke 19 and 10, the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. He came down from heaven, not to do His own will, but the will of Him that sent Him. John 6 and 38. And God sent His Son into this world for the express purpose of dying on the cross as a sacrifice for the sins of the whole human family. We don't need to forget about what Jesus Christ did upon that cross. And we need to remember the words of Jesus on his authority. Jesus said in Matthew 28:18, All authority hath been given unto me. He has all authority. That means Billy doesn't have any. That simply means that there's not a man living today that has any authority to change what God has said. We need to respect the authority of Jesus. I know we live in a day when people are sort of anti-establishment, anti-authority attitude. I understand that. But as it relates to eternity, as it relates to Jesus, as it relates to your heaven or your hell, we need to respect Jesus' authority. He has all authority. As a matter of fact, in John 5:27, the Bible says he gave him authority to execute judgment because he's the Son of Man. And we need to remember the words of Jesus about heaven. We should never forget these words. They're so precious. Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Folks, it's so foolish to forget. It's a foolish thing to forget anything Jesus said. To to leave it out of our life. In Matthew 7, in the close of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, him I liken unto a wise man. But then Jesus said, Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, him I liken unto a foolish man. The individual who hears the word of Jesus, remembers the words of Jesus, is a wise person. And that person who refuses to listen and does not hear is a very foolish person. Let us never forget the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's never forget the benefits of God. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget all of your benefits. Just suppose you were to sit down with a... Let's just say you had a notebook, and you were going to start writing in that notebook all the benefits of God. Could you ever write down all of the ways that God has benefited you, blessed you? I don't think any of us could. I think we'd fill up one book, notebook after another if we were to sit down and write all of the blessings that, that God has given us. One of the songs that we sometimes sing and worship is, Count Your Blessings. Name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. Oh, He's blessed us so greatly. And we should never forget what he's done for us. Over in the book of Deuteronomy again, this time in the 8th chapter of Deuteronomy, in verse 18, listen to what Moses said. Well, let me go back to verse number 16. And he talks about the fact in verse 16, they'd been fed in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you, that he might test you to do you good in the end. And then you say in your heart, my power, my power, And the might of my hand hath gained me this wealth. And then you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is He who gives you power to get wealth. It is God who blesses us. You know, we have a candidate in the presidential uh, field right now that's uh, boasting about his wealth. And I'm sure there are others that are running that have great wealth. Where did they get that wealth? Well, you say they worked hard for it. Absolutely. But may I remind them, may I remind you, that it is God who gives us the power to get wealth. Were it not for God, we would have nothing. Think about what Jesus said in John 15 and 5, without me, you can do nothing. And I'd add, without Jesus, you can have nothing. Without Jesus, you can be nothing. It is God who gives us the benefits that we have. James says that every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from above from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. It's never We should never forget the benefits of God. I like a statement found in the 116th Psalm, verse 12. What shall I render unto the Lord? Or all of his benefits toward me? How would you answer that question? What am I going to give God for what God has given to me? What, benef- what, what will I give him for the way God has blessed me physically? The way God has blessed me financially? The way that God has blessed me spiritually? I'd suggest that we need to give him our love. All of our love. To love Him with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind. We need to give Him our time. We need to give Him our energy. We need to give Him our influence. We need to give Him our money. And in reality, it's not our money. It's His money. Haggai 2 and 8 says, The silver is mine and the gold is mine. We need to be so generous in returning to God because of the way God has been toward us. Don't ever forget the benefits of God and we should not forget about the consequences of sin Jesus made a very short statement in Luke 17 32 when he said remember Lot's wife remember Lot's wife and those who were hearing that were familiar with the story of Lot's wife recorded in the Old Testament And as they were fleeing from Sodom, his wife looked back, turned into a pillar of salt. Sunday school teacher was trying to teach that lesson to a group of children and said that Lot's wife looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. And one little boy about three years ago, old, said, that ain't nothing, teacher. My mama was driving the car and she looked back and turned into a telephone pole. Well, Luke 17, 32 reminds us the consequences of sin. And there is a consequence. We should never remember Lot's wife. Remember the price she paid for looking back, for violating what God said. You know, in Galatians 6, chapter, verses 7 and 8, That the Apostle Paul wrote, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. He that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. He that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. There's a consequence to sin. And be sure your sin will find you out. It will. Then we need to remember what Jesus has done. In 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 9, Peter said, He that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Forgotten that he was purged. Forgotten that he was forgiven. Forgotten that he was cleansed. Forgotten that he was saved. Inconceivable indeed. But it does happen. You see, we should never forget what Jesus has done on our behalf. In churches of Christ throughout the world, we gather on the first day of the week to partake of the Lord's Supper in our services every Lord's Day. And we do that in order that we might remember about Jesus. In Luke twenty-two nineteen, 19, Jesus said this, do in remembrance of me. Jesus does not want to be forgotten. And He doesn't want us to forget what He did for us up on the cross. And we live some nearly 2,000 years away from the cross. It's easy to forget. It's so easy to forget that Jesus was made sin for us who knew no sin, 2 Corinthians 5, 21. It's easy to forget that He was wounded for our transgressions, that He was bruised for our iniquities... It's easy to forget. It's so easy to forget that He tasted of death for every man. And that means Jesus tasted of death for you, for me, for all people throughout the world of all ages. Yes, let's never forget what Jesus has done. And friends, it's a very serious consequence when we fail to remember these things. It's a serious consequence when we fail to remember. Solomon said, Remember now your Creator in the days of your youth. But while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. So there's a day coming in our lives that we're going to leave this old world. And, and when we stand before God at last, may we stand there as one who has remembered the important things, as one who has remembered God and remembered the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. And oh, how today God needs remembering. I want to encourage you, if you're not a Christian, to become one by believing on Jesus Christ with all of your heart, but by repenting of all of your sins, by confessing that you believe Jesus is the Christ, and by being buried with Jesus in the waters of baptism, for the remission of sins, and you will arise to walk in the newness of life. You say, Brother Lambert, I've already done that, and I'm a member of the Church of Christ, but I've not been in a long, long time. I would say to you, like Jesus said as He wrote a letter through John's pen to the church at Ephesus, that you need to remember your first love, and you need to repent. And you need to get right with God, and I would encourage you to do that as soon as you possibly can. We live in a time that's so secular. We live in a time where God is being pushed aside in the lives and the hearts and the minds of so many people on the airways today, on the television, the radio, the newspaper, and other uh, forms of communication today. God is being avoided. But you cannot avoid God without a serious, serious consequence. Uh, David said, the wicked shall be turned into hell and all of the nations that forget God. But he also said in Psalms 32, 12, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And I ask, is He your Lord? Have you obeyed Him? I want to thank you for watching today. And may I encourage you to visit the Church of Christ in your community. And please, right now, pick up the telephone and call for the free Bible Correspondence Course. And also, if you'd rather take the course online, we have that available as well. Please do that today without any hesitation. I want to thank you for watching today. And until we meet again, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you, is my prayer.
0: We want to help you as much as possible in your search for a personal relationship with God. You can now easily access our free Bible correspondence course online at gettingtoknowyourbible.com. If there's any way we can help you grow closer to God, please email us at gettingtoknowyourbible at yahoo.com or call us anytime at 1-877-711-5214.